okay, guys, I got to do a cold open today because I committed the original sin of interviewing. My guest today is Anita Xu, who is the host of Jing Hao Jian, the podcast. But throughout the entire episode, I pronounce Jing Hao Jian as Jin Hao Jian. I left the G off of J-I-N-G for Jing. So my apologies to Anita, who was kind enough not to call me out on it, and to all the listeners, don't get confused when I pronounce it differently from Anita. Of course, Anita is correct, and hope you enjoy the show. Hello! 欢迎来到 Mandarin Slang Guide, MSG, the Chinese learning podcast that tastes great and probably isn't all that bad for you. I'm Josh Ogden Davis, bringing you some words and perspectives that aren't in your textbook. Usually on MSG, we try to talk about fun things or interesting things, but today we're going to talk about your mortality. That's right, this entire show is a memento mori, but don't worry, with a little MSG, even aging and death can be fun. And here to have fun with our mortality is a lao bo keren, a seasoned podcaster, Anita Xu. Hi, Anita, how are you? Hey, Josh, I'm doing great. I think what can be better than spending my Saturday night with you for a very interesting conversation? Yeah, glad to be here. I can't think of a single thing, and wonderful answer, by the way. Now, I met Anita, I think, in 2019 for PodFest in Shanghai, of which Anita was one of the organizers, along with Yang Yi, who we met a couple weeks ago. That's right. Anita has had several podcasts, but most recently, you're a creator of Jin Hao Jian. Uh, can you tell us what is Jin Hao Jian and what made you interested in doing that? Yeah, thanks, Josh. Well, Jing Hao Jian, literally, if you translate into English, that will be the pound key on your phone or on your keyboard. And we do have an English name. It's called Grave Talk. Oh. So grave as in fanmu. <laughs> so uh, the show is about aging, illness, and death. Mm. It's created by three media veterans. Actually, the two other ladies on the team, they still uh, work with the media. Mm. And so the idea, I think it's really started around the end of 2019. And I'm going to go into a bit of personal stories, but feel free to Ooh. cut me off if you think it's it's becoming a bit boring for your audience. Now nah, we're casual here in MSG. Okay, so during that time, around end of 2019, my uncle and my grandparents were hospitalized. Mm. My uncle died nearly one year after battling with cancer, which is mm. end of January this year, 2021. And uh, till this day, I'm still not sure if his family ended up telling him his diagnostic results and his cause of illness. Huh. And I think this situation was very well captured in the 2019 film, The Farewell by Lulu Wang. Mm. I think Joshua probably know, because you mentioned this in our previous conversation, you were asking if talking about death is a taboo in Chinese culture. And I think that's partially true and actually very true. Mm. In the Chinese culture, you don't discuss these issues with your family. And in a sense, people believe that talking about illness or death itself would bring you bad luck. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons why I was really attracted to this topic is because there is a big cultural aversion to talking about death. But on the other hand, there are so many words and phrases that use the word death in them, mm. but that people aren't as 
bothered by. It's an interesting contrast. And some of these words are actually pretty common and also a little bit fun, if I can say that. Yeah, especially those, you know, internet memes. That's really putting a humorous touch on death or illness or disease. So yeah, when I started to reflect more about these topics, you know, illness or, or disease and death, it became very clear to me that there is some value of raising these discussions to a public level. And that's why uh, we started Jing Haojian podcast. And I'll just give you a very easy example of the value of making it public. Mm. My grandparents on my father's side, they passed away last year and this year. And they were both in their 90s. My father is in his 60s. And he had to carry out those intensive daycare routines, 18 hours a day, three days a week, mm. while my grandparents were still alive. And think about it. My father, he has three siblings. But look at my generation. I was born in 1990. We are the generation, you know, born and raised during the single child policy era. Mm -hmm. And we are alone by ourselves. How do we cope with our parents' health issues, aging conditions? And when the days really come, how do we say goodbye with some honesty and decency? Mm. Remember, you know, my uncle, his family was kept in the truth from away from him. I don't think that's the mature attitude towards death and illness. And we're seeing these issues. And, you know, my two podcast friends, partners, they also face these issues. And uh, our generation are facing these issues. So that brought us to Grave Talk in Haojian. We hope to use this podcast and our storytelling sensibility to exercise our thinking, to explore the wide range of personal stories of our own or of other people, to really bring us a better perspective of understanding you know, these topics. It's fantastic. Even if we are more ready to talk about that sort of thing, it's still something that people our age have to think about and deal with. And no matter who you are, it can always be difficult. So thank you mm -hmm. very much for the work that you and your co-hosts do. Lastly, can you say a little bit about jin hao jian? Why did you choose the Chinese word that literally means the pound sign on a keyboard? What does that have to do with aging, illness, and death? That's a great question. I I was wanting to keep this in secret until, <laughs> you know, later in our own podcast episodes. We don't have to talk about it then. No, don't worry. I, I, I think I can talk about it. Um, so, when mm -hmm. you know, and we think death, and there it goes. Huh. Well, on that very cheerful note, first of all, thank you again for sharing all of that background. Let's jump into some of these words. Sure. We have four different words or phrases or uses that include the word death or that have to do with aging. Uh, the first one is using the word for death, si, as an adverb instead of as a verb. The second one is about death, but about a different kind of death. It's 社会性 wang which we'll talk about in a minute. Then we're going to change gears and talk about aging a little bit with the phrase 人老心不老, which is a phrase that I learned from listening to Jin Hao Jian. And lastly, we'll talk about one that you brought up, uh, which is 死鬼, <laughs> which I would hesitate to say, but apparently is nothing bad at all. So let's jump right into it with the first one, using 死 as an adverb. This may be something that anyone who hangs out in China or has Chinese coworkers might have heard before. Maybe most often in a context like, ah, oh, hot death, hot death. 
what does that mean? What does adding the s do here?、Mm, it's really interesting that Josh you brought this up because as a Chinese. Person, I never thought about that using s actually、uh, to show the degree of doing something.、Mm. So in that case, 热死了 it literally means what you what you just described. I'm hot to death. It's to、I'm, I feel so hot to an extent that I can't live my life anymore. <laughs> And we also have you know 饱死了 I'm too full.、Yeah. Basically, you can use this s. As a degree of doing something with any kind of actions, 难死了 This is too difficult for me. 难死了 Too、mm. difficult. Difficult to death. It's hard to death.、Uh, so we've talked about 热死了 hot to death. You can also say 冷死了 cold to death. 饱死了 which is full to death. And there's also 饿死了 which is hungry to death.、Mm. There's another one that I see a lot, which is 气死我了 Yeah. What does that one mean? It means I I'm so angry and I can't live with your action anymore. But sometimes this is also you know when we use this in everyday conversation, for example in WeChat, it's also a way of expressing that I'm in a I'm not in a very good mood. Be prepared. 气死我了 A couple of years ago, people may you know if they're in the chat room online, they may just simply type 七四五六 like seven four. Five six. <laughs> it sounds like 气死我了 That's just a fun way of expressing it. Seven four five six. 七四五六气死我了 That's right. Nice. Yeah. So before we talked about 热死了 hot to death, 饱死了 full to death.、Uh, this one has an extra 我 in it. 气死我了 But we can we can add that. Wo anywhere for more emphasis, right? Like rusuola, balsuola. Is that fine? Yeah, that's totally fine. Excellent. So all of these examples until now have been negative. For example, I'm I'm so hot that I will die. I'm so full that I will die. I'm so angry that I'm on the brink of death. Can we use this in a positive way? Can we say like, kaisin sla? Yes, we can. Aisunila. <gasps> can you say that? Like I love you to death. Yes. Is that fine? Yes, that's fine. That's totally okay. I think there are also neutral verbs that you can combine with, like 激动死了 I'm excited、ah. to death. That's a neutral one. Ah, 激动死了 Hmm. Yep. All right. So basically, you can use it with anything, more or less, and people will at least know what you're talking about. Yeah, I I would say yes. Excellent. So that's using s as an adverb to mean extremely or all the way.、Uh, so let's move on to the second one. The second one is 社会性死亡 Literally, this means society death. 社会 being society, 性 meaning kind or type. So a society type death, 死亡 What is a society death? What is that? This one is so hard, Josh. Oh no! I heard about this before, but I never never used it myself. And so, okay, be prepared.、Mm. You have different ways of interpreting it, but I'll just use one、uh, definition that I think is more widely used、uh, in in the internet context. Shuo hui xing si wang. It refers to an embarrassing and sometimes shameful experience in public、mm. caused by awkward actions. Which then makes you want to disappear immediately from public attention. That means 社会性死亡 So it's like your reputation is deceased, or your ego is deceased, or you would like to pass on from the social world to the next world <laughs> where no one can see you. 
That's a perfect way of explaining this. Yes. Excellent. I have a real example. <gasps> so uh, th this example was actually given by a friend. He was performing on stage at his company's annual dinner party, mm -hmm. and he's not a good dancer, <laughs> but. He got this lucky jaw that asked him to be on stage and to perform a hot dance performance, Ooh. and that for him is a 社会性死亡 because he has to do those embarrassing movements in front of you know two hundred or even more people uh, in in his company.、Hmm. And that's one example of 社会性死亡 I see, I see. It, it makes me think of.、Um... Another usage of this that I saw, and I may have heard this before, but I didn't realize what it was because it sounds like something else. But she is scene场. That she is from society, from 社会死、uh, is death.、Uh, so that's a society death, and then 现场 is an area, a space.、Mm -hmm. um, so it is basically the scene. The scene of the death, the scene of the society death. Shus is 现场 So for your coworker, that company meeting was a shus is 现场 Exactly. And the reason why I didn't quite get it was because shus also sounds like to shoot. So if someone is killed by shooting, that is shus. But it sounds exactly like society death. Who knew? Yeah, you are right. If before the term comes into being, maybe shus is 现场 For some people, they would interpret that as a, you know a shooting scene.、Mm -hmm. Anita, you don't have to answer this question,、uh, <laughs> but have you ever had a 社会性死亡 Well, I try not to have. So、um, at the moment, I cannot think of any, <laughs> unless I make some, you know, really awkward statement on your podcast today. Then it would be a 社会性死亡 for me. Don't worry. If you make any awkward statements, I will edit them out. <laughs> There's no reason to 尴尬死亡 Of course. There's no reason to.、Uh, Be awkward to the extent of dying. Yeah. All right. So that's 社会性死亡 society death.、Uh, let's move on to the next one. We have 人老心不老 Literally, that's person old, heart not old. This is something that I heard from your podcast, and you guys spent a while talking about it and sort of flipping it around and, and thinking about these ideas.、Uh, can you explain to me what does 人老心不老 mean? 人老心不老 Uh, literal translation into English that would be old in age, but young in mind.、Oh. So you can use that to describe someone who is. I'll just give you an example.、Um, if someone is sixty years old,、mm -hmm. but he is still very inquisitive and curious, he goes onto social media and he chats with young people and understand all these phrases we just talk about. Probably he is 人老心不老 He's keeping up with the age, with our times. Can it also refer to like young at heart? Is something that we say a lot in English. Like maybe you're old, but you still have a lot of energy, and you're still ready to laugh. It, it, does it cover that as well?、Uh, yes, definitely.、Uh, you're you know always keeping a positive mindset, and、uh, you know reading a lot or watching a lot, absorbing a lot of new stuff, even if you're old by age. Yeah, reminds me of another phrase. "Hodalao,、uh, 学到老 Did I get that phrase right? Yes. Live too old, study too old. So live long and study the whole time, basically. Yes, and I think you can pair those two phrases.、Uh, if someone is 活到老学到老 you probably can see this person is 人老心不老 
there is some equivalency here. 活到老，学到老。So you can 人老 ，but 心不老。That's perfect. See, at first we were doing this podcast to help people come to terms with how we talk about death and aging, but now we've completely flipped it on its head. Instead of coming to terms with it, we've discovered the cure. If you don't want to get old, just 活到老学到老就可以呀 Yeah, you're done. Yes. Then you will always be 人老心不老 Yeah, I think English. You know, in English, Josh, you can tell me. Probably you have similar phrases too, like you just said, "young in heart." The best way to stay young is don't think about you're getting old, because that's that thought is what really gets you old. Huh? You heard it here, folks. The secret to eternal life. It was MSG all along. <laughs> all right. So, can we use this in a sentence, or is that something that you would just sort of throw out by itself as a comment? This 人老心不老 It probably stands alone on its own, but you have sort of context either before the sentence or after it. You can say, you know, 隔壁老王六十岁了，但是他还是保持一颗童心和好奇心 Period. 他真是人老心不老啊 ！So those are actually two sentences, but you give the context first, and then you give the conclusion. All right, yeah. So usually I like to break down everything、uh, word by word, phrase by phrase.、Mm-hmm. But we're not going to do that because that was a long sentence. Basically, 隔壁老王 so old Mister Wong who lives next door, which is just sort of a phrase that we use in place of a person, sort of like a a, a, a John Doe sort of thing, but. A little bit more familiar, just like the guy next door. Yeah.、Uh, he, even though he's getting on in years, he still is active and and taking on new things. Period. And then, 他真是人老心不老 Is that what you said? 他真是 Yes. So, 他真是 He really is. 他真是人老心不老 So it's kind of standalone, but you can also use it in a sentence like that. So can I say like, 我要人老心不老 I want to be young at heart forever. Kind of, yes, you can say that.、Uh, you sound hesitant. Yes, I'm hesitant because normally this is not something you want to be. It's more like a conclusion that you、oh. tag it with someone who's already practicing something. All right, all right. Okay, so that's 人老心不老 And let's move on to the last one.、Uh, this is one that I had not encountered yet. I guess my friends don't feel comfortable enough around me to use this. But it's 死鬼 literally dead ghost or death ghost. Well, what is a 死鬼 Yeah. Well, actually, the the word ghost is used quite a lot to indicate a kind of endearment. Between、hmm. two really close acquaintances, and here that goes sugui.、Uh, it's it's a a kind of endearment between two lovers.、Hmm. I think the closest thing I can get in English is when two female good friends they call each other. <laughs> it's not a good word in itself, but、right. when used between two people who are really close with each other,、uh, it's it's a way to show your. You know, affection or your close relationship. So this word "sugui" is normally used between two lovers in China. Okay, is it just a lovers thing, or is it like close friends, or who can I call a, a dead ghost? Hmm, that's a good question. Uh, I think the it depends. 
people can understand if you, if for example, if you're friends, your friends with, with each other, you can use it. There's no difficulty understanding it. Mm. Although there are better words, okay. I wouldn't say this is much much uh, often used between friends compared to you know to lovers or couples. Gotcha. I imagine that there's oh, just like you mentioned the English word. If you use it the right way, it can be endearing. But if you use it the wrong way, there's still the danger of it coming off like an insult. So how how should I use segue? Can we put it in a sentence? You can use it in a sentence. Of course you can, but it's more important who you use the sentence, who you send the sentence to, or who you speak the sentence to. Mm. If the person is right, then using mm. this word itself, it won't cause any problems. So be sure do not use it with your colleagues unless you are also a couple and do not use it to your boss. Of course, do not use it to your, you know, kids, of course, but you can use it to your ha with your husband or your wife. Uh -huh. That's no issue. Okay. So how would we use it then? Would we just use it by itself? Yes, you can use it by yourself. It's just like saying hubby or uh, darling. It's something like that. Oh, like... Yes. Dead ghost, when are you coming home? Sounds just right. Huh. You get it really fast. Well, I mean, it, it's simpler than I thought that it would be because you mentioned the word bitch, but we have to be careful mm. when we use that. We can use it like a pronoun, uh, like, hey, bitch, let's party or whatever the kids are saying these days. I don't know. <laughs> I'm out. But you can't be like, hey, you are a bitch. Like, <laughs> you can't use it like that. That No matter who you're using it to, that's probably bad. But you can say, 你这个死鬼. Oh. Mm -hmm. So if someone does something and you want to jokingly be like, oh, you, you can be like, 你这个死鬼. And that's fine. Yeah. Okay, excellent. I feel much more confident about dead ghosts now. They're not scary. They're just lovers having fun. <laughs> so... <laughs> Actually, I think we could probably do a whole episode on ghosts. That would be fun. Yeah. Do you know any ghosts who can come on the podcast and talk about ghosts with me? <laughs> I'll try to think about it. Okay. I'll get a Ouija board or something. We can we can work it out. <laughs> um, so those are the four words that we had on the agenda for today. Uh, the first one was using s as uh, an adverb. So I'm hot to death or it angers me to death. Uh, then we have a social death or something that is so awkward uh, that your social life has died on the scene. Uh, then we have basically young at heart. Uh, and then Now, aside from these, you mentioned a couple others uh, that I also hadn't heard before. Could you run us through those right quick? What's the first one there? Yeah, the first one is uh, So it's a term that uh, inspired by the Qing dynasty when men also had long hair. And so when executing a behead death penalty, the executor needed to pull their hair up in order to perform the execution. Uh -huh. And then it was equal to, it equals to dying or be dead. He's going to die very soon. Uh, you can use it as self-joking. I'm, mm. I'm, you know, I'm so tired today. I'm going to die soon. You can it as, yeah. you know, self-joking. That's number one. Number two, you can use it to describe someone that's far away from you. You don't you don't need to know that person. You can describe his death rather 
Objectively, hmm. he's already dead. So he's already had his ponytail lifted, basically. Yeah. Or his cue lifted. Yes. Okay, so lifting the ponytail or lifting the cue means to die. Fascinating. And, and, and what's the, the, the last one here? The last one is zu, zu, which is widely used in ancient Chinese, and it means death or dead. Hmm. I've seen people using it on social media as a humorous way or self-joking way of saying uh, to describe a condition that's too difficult that it causes, I don't want to do it anymore. Hmm. Um, I'm dead. I'm done with it. So I'll give you an example. Uh, I've run 15 kilometers today. I'm already tired to death and I cannot do it anymore. Oh. So the entire long portion of tired to death and cannot do it anymore equals to zu. So this word is tricky because explicitly it means death or dead, but inexplicitly there is some context to it. Mm-hmm. Give you an, another example. I've read a thousand pages of books today. I am tired to death and, and I cannot do it anymore. Yeah. So self-jokingly, it means death. But at the same time, it also indicates the extent of doing something is unbearable. And I need to stop it and put an end to it. That is zu. Now, let me ask you about this. And this could be a trap because I don't know if this mm-hmm. is a good question or not. In English, if we see something very funny or very surprising, you can like retweet it and say, I'm dying or dead or this killed me. Mm. Could I retweet something very funny in Chinese and just say, Zu? Uh, yes and no. Ooh. Still, you, you you may want to add a bit of context before you use zu. Hmm. Uh, you can reti- retweet and say, uh, this is so funny, zu. Too funny. Yeah. Okay, so this is actually a red letter episode of MSG, I think, because we've got, what is that, six words, which is more than we usually have. I'm going to give you a little quiz and see how well... Uh, you, a host of one of, as far as I know, the only podcast about aging, illness, and death in the Chinese language, know these words about death and dying. So let's take it from the top. First of all, if I want to say someone is young at heart, I can say they are... 人老心不老. Okay. But what if I do something so embarrassing that even though I don't die, I feel like I essentially am dead anyway? That's called 社会性死亡. And that scene making you so embarrassed is 社死现场. Nice. You've got, so far, three correct answers to two questions. <laughs> You're really ahead of the game here. Let's see if you can keep it up. What if I have a romantic partner and I want to use a cute and morbid pet name for them? What can I choose? 死鬼 or 你这个死鬼. Okay, no wonder I'm single. I've never called anyone a dead ghost before. Uh, What if I have become so angry that I think I will die? What can I say? You can say, Nice. I love the inflection there. It's fantastic. And then a couple more. Coming from the Qing Dynasty, what phrase means 
death, either in a joking or very objective way. 翘辫子，翘辫子，我快要翘辫子了。Ah, <laughs>、uh, okay. And last, ah,、uh, what ancient word usually used to describe casualties of war is now sometimes used analogously to the English dead? That's 卒卒 Nice. Well, you are seven for six, so you win our prize. And your prize today is. You get to be Ren Lao Xin Bu Lao. Congratulations! <laughs> I love it. Well, thanks, Josh. It was it was really fun. It's my pleasure. And before we go,、uh, if anyone is interested in your podcast or wants to follow you on social media or whatever, how can they do that? Where should they go? If anyone's interested in our podcast, you can. If you are in China, you can find our show Jing Hao Jian on most Chinese audio platforms, and、uh, you can always find our new episodes on Apple Podcasts and. Any other RSS-based platforms? I'm not going to say our website is too long, but if you want to follow my other work, you can go to anitashu.com. Okay, anitashu.com. So that's a n i t a x u dot com. That's right. Excellent. I'll put those in the show notes, and you guys should definitely check it out. But for now, Anita, thanks again so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much, Josh. I know it's early for you, and I hope you have a nice day. I hope you have a nice evening. Thank you. That's all the MSG we have for you today. If you want more, you can find us on Twitter as at MSG Mandarin. You can add our WeChat, which is MSG Podcast, all one word, or you can send us an email at mandarinslangguide@gmail.com. Thank you again for Anita Xu for being a great guest on the show. Again, you should check out her podcast. It's Jing Hao Jian. And a very special thank you this week goes out to all the Sugui, dead ghosts, the ghosts of love. And last but not least, thank you to you, the listener, for listening. I love it when you listen to this podcast. New episode in two weeks, and for now, 再见，再会，再聊，拜拜。<laughs> <laughs>